Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and in this segment, we are doing an overview of the month of September. So it's going to be a full September horoscope looking at important dates and important transits that we're going to want to keep an eye on. And so we're going to talk about how these important transits may impact you and your personal life and how they may impact the world at large. And so if you have a calendar, if you have a journal, or if you log dates on your computer or in your phone, this may be a really helpful podcast for you to take notes of these dates so that you can track along um, with the planetary energies. This is what's so amazing about astrology is beginning to learn how different transits affect you, how planets through different signs affect you. And the more acutely aware you become of it, the better astrologer you're going to be in your own life you're going to be able to know okay when venus is moving into libra i know this is going to be a good month for me or okay when mars is moving into virgo i know this is this may be kind of hard because historically it's been kind of hard so being able to track these things and see how it feels for you and what events are happening in your life it helps you become more intimately connected with planetary energy and you know this is what i really love about astrology because this energy, when we're paying attention to the planets, it's not just rocks in the sky that may have an impact on us. They are living entities. They have their own energy. They have their own personality. And it's a really amazing thing to witness how they interact with us as people, how they interact in our lives and what they can create in our lives. So I really do encourage everyone listening, especially if you're studying astrology, if you're really wanting to implement astrology into your daily life to take note of these transits and figure out how they're impacting you this year, maybe how they've impacted you in years before. This is where stuff gets really juicy and really, really cool. So anyway, that's my two cents on transits. <laughs> Hopefully you feel inspired to note them down on your calendar, which most of you are probably already doing anyway. So let's take a look at September. This is a pretty busy month. This is an astrologically busy month. We have a lot going on and we have really significant transits. And in astrology, when the slower moving planets when they change signs, when they move into different nakshatras, this has a very profound impact. And so this month in September, we are going to see Jupiter retrograde back into Capricorn. Remember, when Jupiter and Capricorn were conjoined, this was between the months of April 2020 to June 2020. And then again, from November 2020 to April 6th, 2021. So in those dates, this was when Jupiter and Saturn were conjoined in Capricorn, we are going to see Jupiter retrograde back into Capricorn. This is very significant. We're going to talk about what that can bring up again for you in your own life, what it could mean for the world at large. Um, and we will get into that a little bit later. Let's go ahead and start at the beginning of September. So at the beginning of September, starting off, we are seeing Mercury and Venus conjoined. So Venus has been debilitated for the last couple of weeks. Venus is debilitated in the sign of Virgo. And now at the beginning of September, we're going to see Venus and Mercury hanging out in Virgo, which is much better than Venus being in Virgo. When Venus and Mercury are both together, 
mercury is alleviating a lot of the negative effect. And what it's going to do is give a lot of support for communication, for romance, for mercurial activities. So again, things like communication, advertising, travel, air travel. Um, it could even be the postal service, anything that you can think of that involves mercury, our computers, our phones, technology. These areas of life are going to be much more supported. And of course, the areas of life that are ruled by Venus. So our love, our relationships, our intimacy, our ability to share our emotions verbally, I think that this is going to be a much more supported time. You know, when Venus and Mercury come together and Mercury is exalted, I think it's a wonderful opportunity to be able to verbalize how we are feeling with others. This could be an intimate relationship. This could be on a friendship uh, connection. But during this time until September 5th, if there's been anything that you've been wanting to share, if there's been anything that you've been wanting to articulate to a friend, to a coworker, to a partner, you're going to be more supported in that. And the best part about it is you're going to be able to communicate without letting your emotions run wild. You're going to be able to be more matter of fact, more neutral, more to the point. And so again, if there has been any conversation you've been wanting to have that requires that that neutrality and that stability without letting the emotions get a hold of you too much now is an especially nice time here at the beginning of September. So please do keep that in mind. And of course, the technology should be smoother and communication should be smoother in general. And so on September 5th, Venus is going to move into Libra. And remember, I'm a Vedic sidereal astrologer. So for those of you who are new, I study the Vedic sidereal astrology. And this means that I study the precise astronomical placement of the planet to any given moment in time. So if you were to download a star app and look up into the night sky, you'll see that Venus will astronomically be in Libra from September 5th to October 2nd. Okay, and if you want to calculate your Vedic birth chart, you can go to my website, innerknowing.yoga, click on offerings, and then chart to see where the planets were placed astronomically at the moment of your birth. So from September 5th to October 2nd, Venus will be in Libra. Venus does very, very well in Libra. Okay, this is where Venus is in its Mula Tricone sign. It feels very supported. It's in its own sign. And what's interesting about this Venus is that it's also aspected by Uranus. It's aspected by Saturn. And for a few days, it will also be aspected by Jupiter. And so for the majority of this transit, this could bring a sudden relationship into your life. This could bring sudden changes into the relationship. So if you're in a partnership, with this aspect of Uranus onto Venus, this could bring the sudden changes, it could bring um, sudden events to the partnership. If you're single, it could bring a sudden crush or a sudden interest, a sudden relationship. And with the Saturn aspect, it wants us to be serious about our relationships. It wants to bring a serious relationship into our life. And so if you've been maybe toying with the idea of becoming more serious with someone, becoming more committed to somebody, those feelings and those thoughts may become a little bit stronger. You may feel the pull naturally to be a little bit more committed or just take the relationships more seriously. And so if, if maybe you are in a relationship that isn't super committed maybe it's a little bit more open it may just be focusing on ways to communicate better to 
bring a more solid structured nature to the connection so it can certainly do that as well again that's september 5th to october 2nd on september 5th as well mars is going to move into virgo so mars has been in the sign of leo for the past several weeks and so from september 5th to october 21st mars is going to move into the sign of virgo and it's like we're moving into virgo season okay in september towards the middle of september and late september we're going to see a lot of planets in the sign of virgo creating a ton of virgo energy and of course, Virgo is very critical, it's very analytical, it's very perfectionistic, it's very matter of fact, it's very, very earthy, very grounded, very calculative. And the other thing to note is that historically, Virgo also has to do with health and healing. And it's originally symbolized by a maiden carrying Ayurvedic medicine. So there is this very strong connection to Virgo of health and healing, but also of diseases and illnesses. Historically, when Mars is in the sign of Virgo, this can be very difficult for health. Okay, so it can support the spread of viruses, it can create new viruses. When Mars is in Virgo, it's also being aspected by Jupiter and Rahu. So this kind of expands it, it makes it bigger. So we really want to take care of our health. We really want to take care of ourselves. And again, Mars will be in Virgo from September 5th to October 21st. And to add to that, from September 5th to September 21st, Mars and Mercury are both going to be in Virgo. And so why is this significant? This is significant because Mars is obviously inflammation, it's heat, it can it can create accidents. Mercury is the replication of cells. It's the multiplication of cells. It makes things grow faster. And Mercury is also very powerful in the sign of Virgo. Okay, Mercury is technically exalted in Virgo. So it amplifies that ability to grow, that ability to replicate. And so from September 5th to September 21st, Mars and Mercury are both going to be in Virgo. This is, I think this is going to bring up more variants. I think that we'll see more variants. We'll see more viruses. We'll kind of struggle with this. Okay. I think that there is going to be more health concerns coming up and it may not even be related to something that we know about yet. It could be a new virus. Again, it could be a new variant, but I think that this is going to be a harsh month. I think it's going to be difficult. And on top of that, Mars and Mercury, when they come together, especially in the sign of Virgo, it can be quite argumentative. It can be a little self-righteous because Virgo is so good at, at knowing information and it's so good at having the facts right, okay? And Mars and Mercury together can create some arguments. It can create some disputes. So I think that this is going to be a time where we'll see even more escalation with people arguing, with people wanting to be right, with some self-righteousness from all the sides, all the people, all their ideas and opinions. And there's definitely going to be a lot of debate, okay? There's going to be a lot of arguing and frustration on how we should handle things. And I think it's going to be particularly related to um, 
the spread of these illnesses. So it's, you know, it's just going to be amplified. I think that we've all been getting inklings of this. We've been seeing it happen. I think that it will just be amplified during this time. And again, I really want everyone to take care of themselves. I want you to be extra careful because historically, again, when Mars is in Virgo, it's difficult for health and it's usually around the flu and things of that nature. Of course, as we know, Mercury has to do with breathing. So we just we want to be really, really careful. So drink a lot of water, keep yourself as safe as you know how to and um, in all ways, right? In all of the ways you know how in all of your resources and whatever that means for you taking care of yourself and your family and of course those around you. So again, um, Mars will be in Virgo September 5th to October 21st. Mars and Mercury will be together in Virgo from September 5th to September 21st. And so on September 6th, we are going to have a new moon in the nakshatra of Porva Falguni. And so you will have a segment dedicated specifically to this new moon. So I'm not going to go too far into it right now, but mark it on your calendar. September 6th is the new moon in the sign of Leo, more specifically in the nakshatra of Porva Falguni. And the new moon is always a time of setting intentions. And so if there's been an intention that you've been wanting to set, a goal that you've been wanting to set, something you've been wanting to cultivate and grow in your life, have it marked on your calendar that this is going to be such a special and auspicious day to really begin cultivating this intention and sowing those seeds, watering it, helping it come to fruition, especially if you're needing a little bit of support. On September 13th, the sun and Neptune will have a complete opposition of one another. This is super interesting. Okay. So on September 13th, the sun is going to be in the sign of Leo in the late degrees of Leo. And Neptune is going is in Aquarius and it's been in Aquarius. And so with this opposition, the sun is leadership. It is authority, authority figures, it's our own inner authority, it's our ability to lead, it's our ability to take charge. But it also represents things like the president or the governor, um, people who take charge, people who are authority figures in our life. Of course, the sun is also going to be the soul, has a lot to do with spirituality. And Neptune, Neptune is an interesting planet, because it can represent beauty, it can represent glamour, and it can also represent deception. And it can represent hidden information. And so with this opposition, this is going to be September 13th, with the sun and Neptune are completely opposing one another. There may be something that feels hidden, there may be something in the news that feels a little mysterious. And people may be getting a little bit more ramped up at this time. People may be, again, with that Mercury-Mars energy, maybe a little bit more critical, demanding answers, getting more frustrated. So I just want you to watch out for that. I just want you to be mindful. And of course, this is also the father. So there could be something happening with the father in your life, uh, something going on with him. So make sure and check in, make sure everything is going okay. And for us on a personal level, it could be that we're having fluctuations in our confidence, fluctuations in our charisma, <laughs> fluctuations in how we present. But 
You know, the sun is the soul and Neptune does have a very spiritualizing quality. So I would really recommend making sure to meditate, maybe do any other spiritual practices that you're doing, because I think that the spiritual insight and the intuition and that connection to your own inner source, it's going to be a little bit heightened. So really do pay attention to it again on September 13th. And, you know, it's also possible that if you are having an interview, if you have any type of audition, if there's something that you need to be in the public eye for, fake it till you make it is what I have to say. <laughs> because Neptune can give that illusionary aspect. The sun, of course, is our confidence. And sometimes we just need that, you know, extra boost of charisma that, I mean, I'm sure so many of you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you're super nervous about an interview, sometimes you just have to go in and act like you're the most confident person in the world. I know I've had to do that. When I first started teaching yoga, I was terrified of being in front of people. And what did I do? I had to fake it till I made it. So there may be something in your life where you just have to remind yourself of that <laughs> because it definitely comes in handy. On September 14th, this is the big one. September 14th is when Jupiter retrogrades back into Capricorn. This is so significant. Since April 6th, 2021, Jupiter has been in Aquarius. And this has been when we've really rolled out a lot of remedial measures. We've focused on healing. And then, of course, when Jupiter went retrograde, we needed to find different ways of healing. We were analyzing what we were doing, how we were doing it, if it was effective. We've seen a lot in the medical industry around these concerns and around these concepts and ideas. And now, on September 14th, Jupiter is going to be in Capricorn. And so Jupiter will be in Capricorn from September 14th until November 20th. Okay, so Jupiter will be in Capricorn September 14th until November 20th, it will direct on October 18th. And we'll talk more about this, I may make an entire segment on Jupiter retrograding in Capricorn. But for now, on a global level, when Jupiter was in Capricorn, this was when the coronavirus became very prevalent. This was when lockdowns began to happen. This is, of course, when George Floyd, when that horrible incident occurred and when there was a lot of energy around Black Lives Matter. This is also when we saw the rise of Bitcoin and Bitcoin becoming more prominent in the news. I just passed a bit coin advertisement on my way home this morning like actually like a billboard for it so this is when the concept of bitcoin was getting much more prominent as well and so if you remember when i was talking about jupiter and capricorn jupiter and saturn in capricorn when jupiter and saturn are close in degrees it does represent breakthroughs and it represent it represents big shifts and big changes and Jupiter is also technically debilitated in Capricorn. So it becomes more serious. It becomes more practical. You know, Jupiter is our belief system. It is our optimism. It is what we have faith in. And of course, it also has to do with wealth. Jupiter has to do a lot with wealth. Of course, Venus also has to do with a lot with wealth as well. But what we spent a lot of time talking about is that when Jupiter and Saturn are together in Capricorn... There are changes in systems and there are changes in currency and Capricorn really likes to see the reality of situations 
and it is also very service oriented in many ways in many regards and so this is again why we saw these social justice movements come to the surface we've seen this many times when jupiter and saturn are conjoined in capricorn there are riots there are protests there are people standing up for what they believe in saying that things are not fair that the system needs to change that the system isn't acknowledging certain things it's bringing certain things to the light and so again in these months that jupiter is retrograding back into capricorn i do believe we're going to see quite a bit of this. I think that people are going to protest. I think that people are going to start demanding that their issues be seen, that systemic issues be seen, that issues within the government be seen. It could even be around currency, the financial structures. So I do think that these are all things that we're going to want to keep an eye on. Of course, I think that the global pandemic will also continue to be a large issue I think it'll be a large issue in the media as it's been Um, and I think that there may be new things that kind of come up with it honestly and also remember that this is all about the government right this is all about government it's all about structures it's all about currency and this isn't just a United States thing this is going to be global we're going to see things like this globally come up And people are going to be upset. People aren't going to be happy. I think that the government and governments around the world are going to be trying new structures, new methods of structures, new methods of conduct. And as a result, I do think that people are going to be getting increasingly upset and irritated and from all directions. I think that I don't I don't see anybody being super satisfied. Okay. And so I do want you all to keep an eye on that and have it on your radar. And just remember that what we're experiencing globally, this is a really big deal. And we can't solve big issues overnight, right? It it seems like it's been a really long time because it has been over a year. But this is something that's affected so many people. It's affected so many systems. It's going to take us a while to figure things out and get things under wrap and to come back to a place of stability. But we will. We will certainly come back to a place of stability. We will certainly figure things out. I do believe that things are going to get better in the future. And so things may just kind of test our patience. We may feel a little irritated. But what we have to stay rooted in is this faith and hope and knowing that better days are coming, more stability is coming, and most importantly, in the present moment, the most important thing that we can possibly do is treat one another with dignity and kindness and respect and this understanding that all of us want to be healthy. All of us want to be well, all of us want to feel safe, and all of us want to feel loved. And so the more compassion that we can have for one another, the more patience that we can have for ourselves and one another, the easier this entire thing is going to be. Okay, so that is what I would encourage everyone to do again before I move forward. Jupiter is going to be retrograding until October 18th. Jupiter is going to be in Capricorn between September 14th and November 20th. After November 20th, Jupiter will be once again in the sign of Aquarius for a couple of months. And on a personal level, with this retrograde, with Jupiter retrograding back into Capricorn, notice what was happening in your life. 
What was happening? Where was your energy? Was there any tension? Was your focus anywhere? You know, what events were happening for you around these times, April 2020 to June 2020, and then November 2020 until April 2021? Because this could be a time where you're asked to go back and revisit and review if there's something that's still been in your mind, if there's something that's still been an issue. It may be that you are asked to go back and finalize something, to revisit something or reconcile something. If it was a connection with a person, if it was a connection with a job, if it was a a project that you were working on, a relationship that you were having, maybe even something emotionally that you were working through at that time period, when Jupiter retrogrades back to that position, it may come up again. It may be something for us to look at, to review, to revise, and also notice how it affects our beliefs, because that's what Jupiter is all about. How does it affect our belief about ourself and our thoughts about ourself? How does it affect our belief about the world around us? You know, if there was something with a career that came up, how did that affect your perception of yourself? How did it affect your perception of your job and what you're doing? If it was something about a relationship, how did that relationship, how did that experience in that relationship shape your view of intimacy? Or how did it make you feel about yourself? And Jupiter, of course, is also our belief system. It has a lot to do with our faith. And so these things may be tested again. You know, there may be a challenge that comes up. There may be something that forces us to look at things in a new way. And it's also possible that in this period of time, we feel a little bit of a restriction on our faith. We may even feel that our spiritual practices are kind of challenged. So this is something that you'll also want to keep an eye on. Okay, but go back, take a look, notice what was prominent in your life, what was going on, what were you focusing on, and just see if these things get brought back up take time to notice. So I hope that that was helpful. And the other thing I'll note is that when Saturn and Jupiter are conjoined in Capricorn, there may be more energy and more emphasis on supporting the planet and to helping the planet and maybe making new gestures that could support the climate, that could support wildlife, that could support animals. So we may see something like that come up as well. That would be really nice, in my opinion. That's what I'm hoping for. Um, it's happened historically, so hopefully, hopefully we'll see something again this time around. From September 16th until October 17th, the sun is going to be in the sidereal Virgo. So if you are one of our Virgo friends, if you were born with the sun in sidereal Virgo, happy birthday, happy birthday month. I hope you have a wonderful incarnation day and celebrate it. And so for all of us, for a while, we will see sun, mercury, and Mars in the sign of Virgo. What I really want to pay attention to is Sun and Mars. I remember speaking about this on a previous podcast. I was talking about how Mars and the Sun, again, they're going to be moving close together for several months. And when planets get too close to the Sun, sometimes what can happen is the planet becomes combust. Okay, and so Mars is going to be combust until November. 
It's a long time for a planet to be combusted. And what happens when a planet is combust is it can't express itself with as much intelligence. It's being burnt up by the sun. And so Mars, of course, is the planet of war. It's the planet of passion. It's the, it's the planet of aggression and frustration. It's how we handle our irritability and how we handle our anger. But of course, it also has to do with how we channel our motivation and our passion and all of this stuff. And so on a global level, when Mars is combust, and remember, this is going to be taking place for quite a few weeks for several months. And the sun, of course, is leadership and its authority. I think that we will continue to see power struggles with leaders I think that we'll see increasing frustration and aggression and potentially even explosive events, okay? And again, for this month, with Sun and Mars being in Virgo, I think that leaders could be trying to have a perfectionistic edge. They're really trying to get a rein on things because things have been so chaotic and they may make these big gestures to try to get a hold of things that people may be very critical about that may rub people the wrong way. Because again, in Virgo, things are going to try to be perfectionistic, things can also be very critical. And so I do think that we will see power struggles with authority uh, amongst the world. Like I think that the leaders of leaders are going to be critical of one another and having these power struggles, which I think that we're already seeing. You know, I think that we're already kind of seeing the beginnings of that. And I think we will continue to, and especially next month into October during Libra season, Mars is going to be in Libra, sun is going to be debilitated. So we are going to continue to see some of these issues. And again, I, I think that the frustration is going to be very prominent. I think the anger is going to be prominent. I don't think that people are going to be able to channel this in the most appropriate way. So I do want you all to be mindful for the next couple of months and watching out for the global events because I do think that things are going to be heated and I do think that things are going to be, uh, you know, chaotic. I think that things are going to be rather hot and heated because that's what happens. But on a personal level and what we have more control over, Mars and Sun do when they come together they do form a pretty powerful yoga and if it's harnessed appropriately I think that it can give us the ambition and the willpower to really get things done to harness this fiery energy in a way that helps us stay motivated and consistent again channeling our ambition and if there's been a project that we've been wanting to complete if there's been a job we've been wanting to complete if there's been something in our life that we've been wanting to get done it, that requires a lot of that power and a lot of that passion now is definitely the time to do it and the other thing that I think is really powerful right now is to to be healthier because Virgo is all about health. And so for this month, a new workout routine, taking longer walks, making sure that you're fueling your body with appropriate food for you, whatever that looks like, making sure that you're getting enough sunlight, getting enough water, all of the basic things that we need because Mars and Sun both have such a physical nature to them. And again, it is in the sign of Virgo, which is health and healing. So you know, really taking care of the physical body. And when frustration and anger get built up, 
one of the best ways to alleviate that and work through it is moving the body, moving the system. It could even be meditating and doing pranayama or breathing. If you're interested in knowing how this is going to impact you personally, I do offer these horoscopes on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash astrology now podcast. Whenever there's a transit like this, I always talk about how it's going to affect each of the 12 signs individually. Um, but just kind of looking at it as a whole, this is such a powerful time to stay connected to our desires and to organize a way to success, right? Because the strength of Virgo, what Virgo's strengths are, is its its analytical ability, its organization, its organizational capacity, <laughs> its intelligence, its ability to heal. And of course, it's also going to be very perfectionistic and very detail oriented. And so this is a really positive time in our own life to get things together, to organize, to clean things out, you know, clean out the computer, to clean out our space if there are things that we've been wanting to get rid of, anything in our closet, anything that's taking up space, right? Because if there are things in our life this could be energetically, this could be materially, is there are things in our life that are taking up space, it's blocking new things from coming in. So this is like a fall cleaning, it's like a purging process, it's an opportunity to clear things out, get things neat and organized so that new things can flow to us. Absolutely. And again, it's also a time to get things in order if you've been procrastinating on things if there have been things in your life that you've been wanting to put labels on to box up you know if you have documents out that you've been meaning to put into files if you have files that you've been meaning to make proper labels for um, if you've been wanting to color coordinate your closet or get your kitchen in order anything like that this is such a fabulous time because the cosmos are totally supportive of it they're going to help you do an amazing job so keep that in mind and again happy birthday to all of our virgo friends on september 20th we are going to have a full moon in the nakshatra of uttara Bhadrapada. so this is in pisces so again on september 20th this is our full moon in Pisces in the nakshatra of Uttara Bhadrapada. This is such a beautiful nakshatra. This is one of my favorite nakshatras because it has to do with spirituality. It has to do with travel. Such a wonderful and deep mystical nakshatra. And so again, the full moon... I will do a separate segment for a very special segment on the full moon. But just if you're noting it down now, this is a time of releasing and letting go. The full moon is a time of creating space, of purposefully allowing things from our life that we no longer need, that we no longer want, that are no longer supporting us to leave, to exit, to part, you know. And sometimes it can feel difficult to do that. I know that a, a lot of us, it's difficult to get rid of things. It's difficult to create space because we have attachments and we have these connections, you know, but it's going back to that idea of when we hold on to those attachments, when we hold on to those connections that are no longer serving us, because they're not helping us in our life anymore. They're taking up space. They're blocking us from letting new things in. And life is all about evolution and growth. So learning how to send those things on their way, to part with them, to give them away, to let them on their journey away from us, it's just going to support us on our own evolutionary journey. 
So if there's been anything that you've been needing to release or let go of, having it marked down for September 20th, this is going to be a very supportive time. On September 21st, Mercury is going to peek its head into the sign of Libra, but not for long because on September 22nd, or excuse me, on September 27th, Mercury is going to go retrograde. <laughs> so on September 27th, Mercury will go retrograde and it will stay retrograde until October 18th. So Mercury will retrograde back into Virgo for a lot of this. And then again, on October 18th, it will direct. And we'll talk more about October when October comes. But just have that on your calendar. Mercury is going to move into Libra on the 21st. It will go retrograde on the 27th until October 18th. So between September 27th and October 18th, we've got to be really mindful of Mercury again, all of our mercurial affairs of communication, of technology, of mail, of travel. Of course, Mercury can also represent some illnesses as well, which we'll talk about. So we want to be particularly careful in that time on a personal level, particularly around communication and technology. If you have business affairs, you want to check them twice. You want to double check your emails. You want to make sure your emails went through. You want to print things in advance. You want to back up all of your important work because if anything is going to go awry with technology, it's going to be during Mercury retrograde. So I do hope that that was helpful this was an overview of September, its significant dates, significant transits. I'm going to run through them one more time. I know that I've said them a lot, but for those of you who are very mercurial, for those of you that are very perfectionistic, you might want to make sure that you have them all correctly without listening again. So I'm going to list them one more time. On September 5th, Venus will be in Libra until October 2nd. From September 5th to October 21st, Mars is going to be in Virgo. From September 5th to September 21st, Mars and Mercury are going to be conjoined in Virgo. On September 6th, we will have a new moon in Leo in the nakshatra of Porva Falguni. On September 13th, the Sun and Neptune will be totally opposed one another. On September 14th, Jupiter will move into Capricorn, into its debilitation point. Jupiter will be in Capricorn until November 20th. On September 16th, the Sun will be in the sign of Virgo until October 17th making it officially our Virgo season. September 20th, we will have a full moon in Pisces in the nakshatra of Uttara Bhadrapada. On, on September 21st, Mercury will be in Libra. On September 27th, Mercury will retrograde in Libra. So I do hope that this was helpful. I hope that you're feeling a little bit more prepared for September and what September is going to have in store. And again, I just want to say before signing off that I have so much value and appreciation and respect to all of the listeners and just thank you for tuning in and giving me someone to make podcasts for. You know, this is the reason why I do it. I view it as a service. And if I didn't have anyone to create podcasts for, I would just be talking to myself. <laughs> so I do, again, I really do hope that you find it helpful. I really do have so much appreciation for you. If you would like to connect, my Instagram is astrologynow underscore podcast. If you'd like to join Patreon, it's patreon.com slash astrologynowpodcast. You can visit my website and schedule a reading at innerknowing.yoga. And I'm looking forward to meeting with you next time. Again, my name is Christine Rodriguez. This is Astrology Now. Thank you so much. Bye.